0: Taking the pulse of the city. The Capital Letter on Newstalk ZB. Time to talk Capital Letter with New Zealand Herald Wellington's Issues reporter. I like that. Issues. Georgina Campbell. George, how are you doing? Welcome.
1: Thank you. It's great to be in the studio with you once again.
0: Have you uh, found your desk? Have you found your computer? Have you logged in? Have you remembered your password?
1: I have no technology issues yet, so that is a blessing.
0: Good. Have you started doing an article out of your new office yet?
1: Yes, I filed one yesterday on the fluoride failure. So, very timely for our conversation today.
0: Okay, let's start with it. A review has found water in Wellington region hasn't been fluoridated properly for at least six years. Now, we thought it was four, when we've talked before, we thought it was four years. So, we add another two years onto that.
1: Yeah, six years. That is a really long time to have inadequate levels of fluoride in the water. And I really wanted to talk to you about this report that was released on a Friday afternoon, like right before school holidays, people were gearing up for the weekend, maybe could have missed this or weren't paying much attention to it, understandably. But I really want to tell you and your listeners how important this is and how scandalous it is because six years, some children for their entire lifetimes haven't had adequate levels of fluoride in their water and that means, you know, potentially an upswing in tooth decay.
0: Now, someone once told me, and I'm not a reporter, uh, I'm a a host, but someone told me there's a name for when they send out press releases at 5.30 on a Friday. This is from years ago because people on a 5.30 on a Friday were at a pub. Weren't they, reporters? So so it's almost like a really naughty thing to do.
1: Look, whether it was just a coincidence or not, no. I'm deeply sceptical of anything that is released on a Friday afternoon.
0: 5.30 on a Friday afternoon. Now, modern everyone knows that you're not at work at 5.30 on a Friday, are you?
1: In this case, it was 3pm, but it's still pretty late in the day.
0: Okay. So has there been any indication of all of what's going to happen? Is there going to be any repercussions? Is there going to be any changes? Because this is very serious.
1: It is. And I think this is the question that a lot of Wellingtonians will be asking. I mean, are people going to lose their jobs over this? And at this stage, heads are yet to roll at Wellington Water, despite such a damning report. And so I actually asked Wellington Water specifically about this, you know, whether people would lose their jobs and whether it's appropriate for people in leadership positions to maintain their jobs and the board's chairwoman said that their approach in commissioning the fluoride inquiry was not to apportion blame so they they said you know they want to determine what went wrong how it went wrong and kind of um, move on in terms of fixing this thing and um, so Linda Carroll the board chairwoman said that they have accepted collective accountability um, however she also said that performance issues um, will be addressed as part of the normal performance management process so I would say watch the space but at this stage there's no sort of um, immediate
0: resignation over this. No how, no who, no when?
1: I mean I I guess they've sort of answered that the how and when um, but in terms of who they're kind of going with the collective um, responsibility and accountability for this failure.
0: How do you see this all panning out?
1: Well, I really hope that they can get fluoride back on by September, which is what they're working towards doing. I think it's fair that Wellington Water now realise um, how much people care about having fluoride in their water and how important it is. So, um, and, and one of the review's recommendations is to have a relentless focus on fluoridation Um You know, and they've got dedicated teams and people now sort of um, in charge of this. So I think going forward, um, they've definitely learnt their lesson.
0: What's the reaction been from dental experts knowing this? I mean, they'd be up in arms.
1: Totally. I mean, doctors are calling this a dental disaster because fluoridation is one of the key preventive measures against tooth decay. And, uh, you know, there are, there'll there be so many parents in Wellington who just thought that their children were drinking water with fluoride in it. And it turns out they haven't been. So, um, uh, you know, this will also affect um, people in lower socioeconomic say, circumstances, it's yeah, yeah. like in Porirua, where we already see like really high rates of children children being hospitalised for things like tooth decay. So the fallout of this is really serious and quite tragic, I think.
0: Yeah. Is this the final nail in the coffin for um, three, not against three waters, but for it? Is this three waters now we've got to just accept and get on with it and get it done?
1: Well, I think a lot of people are using this fluoride failure as an example of why we need three waters. Um... So I, I think that's probably like a, a fair argument. And I think the ironic thing here is that, you know, Wellington Water knew the water wasn't being fluoridated properly, didn't do anything. It also turns out that regional public health also knew since 2016 that the water wasn't being fluoridated properly and didn't do anything. Both of these organisations um, won't exist. Regional public health no. already doesn't exist; it's been rolled into the health reforms. And Wellington Water will be rolled into the three waters reforms.
0: Do we actually know why? Why does why is this such this massive screw up?
1: Yeah, it's, it's really tricky, actually, because there's not sort of like a specific pinpoint in time where you can say that's when it all went wrong. Essentially, um, Wellington Water has had a focus on making sure that the drinking water was safe to drink so that the supply was never over-fluoridated. But they never had a focus on um, having effective levels of fluoridation for oral health. And so over time, um, they just sort of lost sight of um, fluoridation for oral health reasons and yeah I I mean like and it sort of seems like a lot of people eventually realised that something was wrong and fluoride had come to the point where it was switched off Um, but while a lot of people knew about that they were all assuming that it was being dealt with by somebody else Um, and the report described this kind of corporate invisibility within Wellington Water, and interviewees described a reactive culture and a learned helplessness. I think that's really yeah, cool. I a saw that through, helplessness yeah. through yeah. which they gradually accepted that investments to resolve um, sy- systemic issues would not be granted. Um, so it, it sort of seems like this embedded um, kind of attitude towards fluoridation over time has led to this failure. Not good. It's really not good. And, you know, we talk about Wellington's water woes. Like, there's a really long list of um, burst pipes and, and underinvestment. But for me, this fluoridation failure is in a league of its own in terms of scandals. So,
0: this is the worst water situation in your time.
1: Absolutely. This is it, is, the is worst that bad, thing. Eh? This is the worst thing that I have seen in terms of the management of um, water and water infrastructure in Wellington for the many years that I've been covering this.
0: As a Wellingtonian, not as a reporter, take your reporter. You're a Wellingtonian first and foremost, and then a reporter. What do you want to see, and what do you when do you want to see it?
1: I want to see a really clear focus on returning fluoride to our water, you know, like by September, that's still a wee way away, just as as soon as possible. Because even I want to be drinking water with fluoride in it. I mean, I'm not a kid, but I, I want that. We deserve to have that. That's what we thought we were getting and we haven't got it. So I think, yeah, like let's... Keep the focus on getting it back on and let's learn from this.
0: I've got a six year old granddaughter. She would have not had fluoridation in any of her water her whole life.
1: Yeah. And that's and those are really formative years, you know, like those are years that's really important that like kids' teeth are getting fluoride.
0: Amazing. George, always a pleasure. Get any tips, any stories coming out that we need to look out for or we need to keep an eye out for on your website? Well, I'm going to
1: continue following the fallout of this fluoride report because I think it's really important. And um, I've written several stories this week and there's more to come.
0: Always a pleasure. Georgina Campbell, New Wellington Herald's uh, issues reporter. I love that word, issues. We've got issues. Wellington Water have got issues. And they've got more serious issues with Georgina Campbell on their tail. We'll hear more about that